Hello, you lovely lot. I wanted to take a moment to share an exciting announcement with you all. I will be doing a live show for Happy Mum, Happy Baby at the podcast show in London on the 22nd of May. This will be a live episode of this very podcast featuring me and a very special soon-to-be-announced guest. Get ready for a candid conversation, unfiltered truths, laughs, invaluable non-judgmental advice and lived experiences. Dive into the complexities of parenting while juggling work, relationships and personal growth and we'll be talking beyond the baby years. As well as the live episode, the show will also include a Q&A with both me and my guest. Tickets go on sale this Friday the 26th of April at 10am, but anyone who is part of the Happy Mum, Happy Baby newsletter will be getting early access to tickets on Wednesday the 24th of April at 10am. To sign up to the newsletter and for more information about the event, please head to happymumhappybaby.com forward slash events. I can't wait to see you there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And welcome to another episode of Happy Mum, Happy Baby, the podcast. Today's guest, well, she's well known, very well known by millions as a, as a, vo- oh. a vlogger. I was going to say vlogger. You're not a vlogger. I'll have a vlogger. vlogger. That'd be fine. You'll be a vlogger. And a Sunday Times bestselling author, it's Louise Penman. Thank you very much. Hi. Giovanna Fletcher, what an intro. Well, I like to say it to everyone I know, you know. I just wow. give them a big, you know, Thank Marcus. Thank you. I'd quite like... Family to have someone just walk around with me and then when I enter rooms <laughs> someone does that you know like in fairy tales when they have like a is it a town crier that's like hey, hey, hey. I'd like that it's Louise Pedler with all the accolades though <laughs> nice I had um, the X Factor voiceover man once do my name did you yeah. <gasps> I listen to it constantly. Did you make it like your ringtone or something? No, but I, th- I do think that there's something about walking into a room and having... It's Giovanna Fletcher! Yes, I only remember Rachel Ladadeji. <laughs> so Where so is true. she now? Get her on. <laughs> I don't know if she's a mum, I don't know. But you are a mum. Yes, you are I a am. mum. I am. To two little girls. Yes. Two... How old are they now? 
Uh, Darcy is seven years and Pearl is seven months. That's nice and easy. Yeah, to that's remember. really nice mm. to remember. Soon it's obviously going to be eight months, so that's going to be a tricky one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but they're at very different ages, and I have to say, I'm really glad that I had a big gap. But it is hard in the sense that you really do have two children, mm. and what I mean is. When you have children quite close together, so let's say you've got a two-year-old and a three-year-old, you're making one toddler-friendly dinner on plastic plate <laughs> and going to soft play. But when you've got a seven-year-old and a baby, you really are doing two very different things all the time. So I do feel like I'm a mum of two very much. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like pressing restart, I imagine. Like what, Yeah, you know. because I'd forgotten. Yeah. Because I didn't think I was going to have more children. I had... Um, I don't, not everyone knows, I had Darcy when I was 25 or just turned 20, 25, 26 with my then husband and then um, unfortunately got divorced and thought, well, that will be the end of children for me. I'm very satisfied. Mm. I'm, I'm really happy with being a mum of one. And then I met someone else and he was like, so maybe a baby? I was like, oh, <laughs> maybe. Where's Wesley and from? <laughs> so maybe a baby. Maybe a baby. <laughs> It's from Bristol. <laughs> that was your Bristol accent. I like it. I like it. Uh, and then we had the discussion. I was like, yeah, you know what? I'm up for it. Let's, at some point, let's put that on the table and at some point do it. Well, four hours later, I was pregnant. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> so there yeah. we go okay so you did more than discuss it essentially we discussed it first yeah and then I think had some dinner <laughs> and then the rest amazing but it wasn't like so I say she was planned but not super planned right okay she was a very happy newly planned surprise <laughs> <laughs> so hold on had you said yes let's have a baby yes and then that afternoon gone oh I'm a bit late no. Um, I said, yes, let's have a baby. And then thought, oh, you know, we won't try straight away. It will take ages because yeah. I'm all those things. I'm over 30. I'm overweight. Uh, all, all, all the things that you would think make it a bit harder. I thought it would take ages. Yeah. And then sort of three weeks later, I was like, hang on a minute. <laughs> I was on, it's, this is very glamorous. I was on a photo shoot oh, yeah. for Bloggersphere magazine. That is very glamorous. Yeah, I was the yeah. cover. It's the most glamorous day of my life. Yeah. And I was with Charlotte, who's out there now, who does, who, I'm waving at her, but she, she doesn't. She's through that She's through there. there. She's yeah. somewhere. Um, and I said, oh, lol, I'm a bit late. Imagine if I'm pregnant. <laughs> and then as soon as I said it, I thought, oh, oh my God, <laughs> I actually might be. And I went home and did a pregnancy test. I was like, well, there we are then. With child, Mitt Bebe. <laughs> That's pretty amazing. Yeah, it was. It, I'm really, really glad it happened that way. At first, I was a bit like, a bit soon. But, you know, babies are a blessing. Well, and they happen when they happen, mm -hmm. you know. And I do think that, you know, having been someone who desperately was trying for months and months, and, yeah. you know, it is that it's so nice when it just happens. I think you are so right from knowing people that have tried. My dear friend Claire tried for years for her baby who she called Hope which I thought was oh. very poetic and she's trying again and seeing her struggle stopped me from going oh my god it's too soon what am I going to do it immediately I was like how lucky I am rather than gosh this is soon it was just yeah. what a blessing that is and how lucky I am so there was never a moment where I thought oh no oh god no well I think with with my third so with this pregnancy I did I did um <laughs> We knew that we were going to have one, but again, it came as a surprise when it actually happened. Yeah. And and I spent the night crying. But actually, then I was on Instagram looking at posts from, from mothers who have lost babies and stuff. Mm -hmm. I just thought, this is a blessing. 
pull oh, yourself yeah. together. I think you just, you make it work, don't you? Yeah. If we planned everything, as someone once said to me, if you wait for the right time, there'll never be the right time. No. I think if you're like, well, I'm going to wait till the house is just so and, you know, we're, we're this financially secure and wait till this event. So you can't. Babies just come when they come and you make it work. Yeah, it's so true. Um, so how did you tell Liam? Well, it's a funny story. Is it? <laughs> Would you believe? <laughs> so I had done a pregnancy test at home because I thought he was at work. So he works late nights sometimes. Mm-hmm. He works in the emergency services. So he does shifts. And I had thought, oh, I'm probably, I thought, oh, no, surely not, surely not. Because we've all done that. We we're like, oh, I'm three days late. I'll do a pregnancy test. Oh, it's negative. Yeah not to worry so I did one at home and it was positive and I was like oh no Liam's not here to tell him and he Liam has wanted a baby forever um he didn't have one before me so this is his first baby and he's always wanted children and so I was like oh he's gonna be so happy I knew he'd just be over the moon so I text I thought I'm gonna just have to pretend that I don't know so I text him and said (laughs) I'm a bit late can you please bring a pregnancy test home from work yeah and I'll wait up for you not saying and I've already done one and I'm pregnant (laughs) so he did and I was like what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna do the test and then I'm gonna hand it to him and ask him to reveal it so he can have that moment of you're pregnant yeah so did the test handed it to him I was like let's face it down don't look you turn it over in three minutes knowing this is gonna be such a beautiful moment for Mm -hmm. him he turned it over and the silly what's it? Is there an error sign? Didn't know how to read it. I went, oh, it's negative. Oh, he didn't know yeah. how to read it. And I said, I, is, is it? And he was like, yeah. And I was like thinking, oh, my God. Oh, was the first one? What, mass confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At midnight on You're a like, Wednesday night. What do I night. do now? Yeah, so I looked at it and I was like, and it did. It was the faintest sign. Only a woman who thinks she might be pregnant would see that yeah. line. You know when you are really looking. And I was like, oh, but. I am pregnant. Here's what I did earlier. Here's what I did earlier. He was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) See, I can't do the lines. The li- I couldn't handle the whole, am I? Am I not? I I'm just a a pregnant, one. not pregnant. Yeah, I should, Done. Should. Well, I will blame him for not buying the pricey one. <laughs> so that's how I told him. But if I have another baby, I'm going to think up like a really elaborate, exciting way to tell him. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, how, what was your pregnancy like and how did the pregnancies compare? Oh, Darcy's pregnancy was very easy. Really? Yes. I fell pregnant and had, I think I was sick once, felt a bit nauseous, felt a bit tired. That was it. Literally nothing else to report. A few stretch marks and that's it. Pearl, and I thought, I was like, oh, well, pearls will be the same. Of course it will. (laughs) It was not. Um, I felt, I was so tired, like bone tired. Like, I don't know how you are working so much. Every time I see on Instagram that you're like somewhere else, I'm like, that woman is, I don't know what you're what you're doing but I am amazed by you I just felt so tired and actually I my mood was really affected I think I had a touch of prenatal depression Mm -hmm. although I never went to the doctors which is so silly because you read so much about it's perfectly okay to talk about it but I had got into my head that if I do that they'll put me on some sort of list I, I got really paranoid about it and I was having awful dreams um and I was really thinking that terrible things were going to happen to Darcy. Uh, and, I, and I really, really struggled. And it was my friend, Emma, you know her actually, Brummy Mummy of Two, oh, yeah. who said, Bab, because she says Bab a lot, yeah. um, you need to talk to someone about this because yeah. I don't think you're right. And I sort of half mentioned it to my midwife really loosely. Mm. And then one day we were at the park with Liam 
Darcy and she was off playing and it must have been autumn because there were conkers everywhere and I just had the biggest cry and not like oh I've had a bit of a cry like heaving sobbing telling him how awful I felt and from then on each day got a little bit better but I think I had to sort of was there break. anything that day that was the trigger or was it I had think it just I, been building and building it had just been building and I just couldn't carry on I was just so sad and I think it's because normally taking Darcy to the park and collecting conkers would be like a really happy thing yeah uh, but I was just said I, I just can't I'm just not enjoying anything I'm just so flat like the fizz has gone from my life and I thought I'll never feel the same and I wasn't looking forward to having the baby I was just sort of like oh this is this is my life now mm. um and I was also was so worried that I would have postnatal depression because with Darcy I had PTSD right. from birth trauma and I was so worried and anxious that that would happen but I had a very different birth experience and it was almost like as soon as she was out all those hormones sort of flushed out and I felt myself again and I'm so thankful that I'm back <laughs> um but pregnancy I think is a rough road and I don't think I think we just sort of go oh you look blooming you lovely big bump but we don't appreciate just how much of a toil it is like mind body and soul yeah. on a woman and it's interesting. Isn't it? Kudos, I'm saying this to a pregnant woman now, like, oh God. No, but there are those times, though, where, you know, you feel yourself feeling heavier, feeling less able to do mm-hmm. stuff, everything hurts. Yeah. And and it, it's not surprising that it, it seeps into your mental health as well. And I think yeah. when it comes to maternal mental health, we've started talking about it, but yes. I don't think we've started talking about it to, like enough in pregnancy. No, I had never heard of prenatal depression. I'd mm. heard of postnatal depression, and it wasn't until someone said, maybe you're depressed. And I said, no, I'm not really a depressed person. I'm always a pretty up person. And they were like, you... and it was Emma that was like, um, you know, maybe. Just something to consider. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. Did you feel better as soon as you actually spoke about it? Yes. As soon as someone said, I think it's this. And it's not just because I felt like I was just losing my mind a bit, just losing touch of everything. Mm. And that like life was slipping away it sounds so dramatic now that I'm laughing but at the time it didn't feel dramatic it felt very real and at a time when there's so much pressure to be so happy that you're pregnant oh you're so excited you're so excited you're all set bundle of joy oh the pitter patter of tiny feet and I was like I don't I'm not ready for that I it wasn't really that I was scared of having the baby it was scared how I'd feel about having her so I was excited that Pearl was going to be existing but I was scared for how I would react to her so when I was like oh it's so exciting I thought I'm not excited I'm just getting bigger and less mobile and doing less work and I love my work so doing less of it was just upsetting mm. it was just it's a bit grey and miserable actually I'm really not painting like a glowing <laughs> no glowing but I think it's important it because I think there's going to be so many people who feel that mm. and feel like oh, am I failing already as a mum yes and you're not you are not, and it does get better, and there's so much help available, and there's so much you can do for yourself that just wasn't aware of. So hypnobirthing just made all the difference. I think that just was a game changer for me. And I well, know and you also, did it so too. if you know that you had post-traumatic stress disorder from the birth with Darcy, yeah, was that a factor in this yeah. in, like, oh my looming gosh. over your head sort of thing? What's gonna, what you're facing? I was a mess. So mm. I thankfully don't suffer from panic attacks, but I did then because I was so so panicked about giving birth again I envisaged screaming in a big sterile room with strangers because that's what it was with Darcy and then when my midwife said well what about a home birth I was like no they're so dangerous I can't have a home birth but I just said that because people say that and then when I spoke to Siobhan Miller from the Positive Birth Company she was like well let's look into the dangers of it and when you actually 
dig a bit deeper and look at everything, it's not what you think it is. Mm. And I ended up having a home birth in my home, obviously, where I feel safe and comfortable with midwives that I know and felt happy with and I was in control. And it was just... Um, when I was pregnant, when people said, you can have a beautiful birth experience, I'd be like, yes, OK. I don't know what you're on, but no, I can't. <laughs> but I am now one of those people. And it was just wonderful. And I had her at uh, five past ten. And by half ten, I was on my sofa with a glass of moe and a chocolate biscuit. Oh, you paint such a pretty picture. It was amazing. <laughs> and also sitting on a giant maternity pad. <laughs> Very course, mucky. Yeah. <laughs> An even prettier picture. Yummy. I don't think there is that thing, though. For me, I think when I had buzz, I literally felt like I'd taken every single drug under the sun. Yeah. Like my body and my mind had just like it just went somewhere completely different because of and did you did, and you did and you weren't on drugs you did nope. hypnobirthing no did hypnobirthing both isn't times. it crazy because yeah. Liam said you were like you were spaced out and I was like I felt like I was well I hallucinated that I was in Courchevel going skiing <laughs> <laughs> with my friend Maddie that's um, amazing I fell asleep at nine centimeters did you well I was very tired yeah and I had done all that breathing and I was so like zoned out that I was yeah. like I'm just going to shut my eyes and I just imagine I was holding cold flannels to squeeze on hypnobirthing doesn't take away the pain yeah it still hurts but having to I can compare a hospitalized medicalized birth and a non-intervention home birth the home birth hurt less do you think part of it is because you're less scared you're mm -hmm. aware but in a very different way you just bought your body is physically relaxed, so mm. your muscles are relaxed, and you're not tensing and creating that like hard barriers yeah. for your body to like work through. You're just letting everything happen and just breathing, breathing the baby out, which sounds so. Uh, I'm trying to think of a polite word. It just sounds so hippie, doesn't it? But <laughs> it does. It does work. Yeah. You're nodding because you've done it. You're like, I know. <laughs> How do you feel about this? Do you feel fear, or do you feel like I'm ready uh, to do that? Do you know what I felt fear with Buddy? Because okay. it had gone so well with Buzz. Yeah. Because I just thought, oh, was it a fluke? You know, I did hit mm -hmm. But, you know, is it is it just that one time and now this is going to go completely different? But, I mean, he was so quick. Was he? How quick was he? He was expelled from my body. So I literally got to <laughs> hospital at quarter past one. He arrived at 20 past two. Oh, my God. Literally, I had That's these five massive, like... I want to say like waves, like constant waves going down my tummy. <laughs> you can't see on the podcast, but I'm doing She's waving. I'm She's waving. waving at the bum. Yeah. <laughs> and within those five, he had worked his way out. It That's was, incredible. Yeah. Wow. And is now, as a child, is he like a speedy, energetic child? Yes, he is. Very calm at first. Very calm, which always makes me like chuckle a little bit when people describe their baby as really chilled and calm. Because I'm like, yeah, buddy was that. And now he is just you wait. full of energy <laughs> and life. And he's an adventurer, an explorer. Oh, that's lovely. Yeah. That's so nice. My Darcy is... Uh, very reserved and very relaxed, and she was also she was a chilled baby and a chilled toddler and a chilled child. Yeah, she's just quite happy to sit back and watch the world go by. Aww. Like she didn't crawl, but just one day at about fifteen months, quite late, she walked. <laughs> but for fifteen months, she just sat. She like, she was just observing. Yeah, she's just like, I'll wait for you to move me. She's cleverly lazy. Mm. Yeah, she's like, why why am I going to do anything myself when you'll do it for me? And Pearl is the opposite kind of baby. Like she always wants to get down off my lap. She can't crawl yet, but she's like doing that froggy swimming where she's desperate to. She wants to touch everything. She gets excited about cats and dogs being in the room. Aww. She wants to eat all the time. And Darcy like ate like a sparrow. You could give her like a crumb of food. She'd be like, that's all I want. <laughs> and Pearl's just the opposite. So I've got 
a lot on my hands yeah. to perm, I think, when she starts getting mobile. I'm quite scared. Do you find yourself comparing the two? Yeah, definitely. And I look at pictures of them as well a lot. I think because they're half-sisters, yeah. because um, they have different fathers... I am like really desperate for them to be similar yeah. because I really want them to. Because I have a half sister who feels like my full. You're sister. very very close to as well. Yeah, yeah, I never ever think you are half of my family. Yeah. It's just like you are my sister, yeah. um, and I really want Darcy and Pearl to feel that way. So I do a lot to try and bond them together, but they're pretty ambivalent to each other at the moment. Like Darcy will just step over Pearl <laughs> to get somewhere. She's like, oh, there she is, <laughs> and Pearl just watches her. Um, but I've given them both the same middle name. Oh. Because they would, they have separate, sur- different surnames. So I thought, and also if they get married and take on their husband's name, they'll always, they'll always have be the linked. same middle. Yeah. So oh, we've got lovely. Darcy Jane and Pearl Jane, DJ and PJ. Oh, I like that. Yeah. <laughs> and I've got my next baby names, boy and girl. So are there going to be more? Ah, uh, never say never. Yeah. I'm not in the. I'm not looking to be pregnant right now. Yeah. But time is ahead know. of us. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. It's, I've still got. I'm 33, so I'm conscious. Of age, but I think there's room I mean, for one more. One of my best mates, Emma Willis, gave birth at 40. So, you know. I've got time for loads got then. Loads of time. <laughs> yeah. Loads of people do. I think it's that thing now, isn't it? I've heard of a lot of people saying uh, by the time they, they want to have another baby when they're 40, because they feel like they'll be like just at a point where they're able to enjoy it a lot more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying yes a lot and nodding a lot because I agree <laughs> so fully. I'm enjoying motherhood this time round much more than the first time around not to say I'm enjoy I prefer or love Pearl more but life my lifestyle is different now and I find life easier now with Pearl than with Darcy also I had PTSD with Darcy so that was yeah. like walking through a fog all the time but I'm in a much happier phase of life so I'm in a sweet season I imagine as well having postnatal um, stress disorder and then prenatal you know d- depression like you must have felt like that was it was going to be continual. Well, there was a gap. So with Darcy, I had her in 2011 and the PTSD, I think, kicked in the, that day. Like, I don't remember not... I just... The birth was so traumatic and I just wasn't expecting it. And nobody will ever say to you, oh, yes, it lingers. Does people go, oh, you'll forget. You forget the pain. You'll have another one. Or, or they'll say things like, well, it's all worth it, wasn't it, because she's here safely. And I think, but... I I was secretly thinking I don't know that that was worth it. Like yeah. I once said to a friend when Darcy was two, I said now it was worth it, and that yeah. and I felt so guilty for saying yeah. that because up until then, it didn't feel worth it, which is feels like a horrible thing to say, doesn't it? Like my baby was not worth that that trauma. That sounds. I'm sure there's people going to be listening thinking what a horrible thing to say. I'm sure there's going to be people listening going I know exactly what you mean. But it took when she was two. I was like yes. Now I feel like I've climbed out of this mm. and you are worth it and I would do anything, I would do it again for you. But when people say, oh, the, the most important thing is that baby's out safely, it's like, but but I'm important too. My body and my mind are important. And it's really... Uh, so I dealt with that by basically thinking, I just won't have more. Right. So that was the thing that caused me the trauma. I won't have that trauma again. I will not have more children and that will do. And then I met Liam and I had forgotten it because I did just push it down that much and as soon as I fell pregnant I remembered it again Mm. I was like oh my god it's happening again and I don't know what to do so I just put a lot of things in place to eliminate as much trauma as possible so initially I booked in for an elective c-section right um because I was like I can control that I'll just have that done and then I went 180 and had my 
peaceful home birth. Uh, but for me, it was the same thing. It was about control. I could control that. I could control where I was, who was who was seeing me with my legs splayed open, mm-hmm. who was who was there, who was going to stand where, like where Liam was going to be. I didn't want him looking at the business end. So it really was co- quite controlling, and that really soothed me. Yeah, I was going to say, do you reckon it was quite healing in a way for everything Massively that had come healing. before? Yes, I feel like that has healed it because now I know that what happened with Darcy was unusual. Mm-hmm. I also booked in for an NHS Meet the Matron session, which anybody can do um, in the UK. I don't yeah. know if it's elsewhere, uh, for free. And what you have to do is speak to your midwife and say, I would like a Meet the Matron session. It doesn't matter how long ago your birth was. And you can go to the maternity unit, or um, if you have your baby there, and they will go through your notes and talk through what happened. Because it for those that have a very medicalised drug used birth you're a bit spaced out yeah. you not. you don't know what happened it's hard to piece it all together I was just off my face mm. so going through that and having her run through everything was really distressing but very cathartic really and she said this was a hard yeah you had a that was that was rough what and time where, at what point did you have this 20 weeks pregnant with Pearl I had really that. yeah and she and having her validate that was rough you had mm-hmm. a you had a rough going there made me go oh, it's not just me because yeah. everybody else said oh but you had a natural birth she's out healthy oh, all that matters is she's healthy and you got her out it's like yeah but that's not all that matters mm. and having the matron a wonderful one called Paula say yes that was rough going almost was was such a huge step forward because I was like oh it's not me just being selfish or a baby or you know not loving my baby enough you have confirmed that for me yeah and then we went through what it was about those things that really upset me and what we could do to not have those again and made peace with it. And it was just beautiful. And having experienced such a good birth now, yeah, are you conscious of how you talk about it? Yes. I'm such an advocate for positive, calm, con- like not controlled, but you in control births. Mm-hmm. Um and also, I never want to be that woman that says to a pregnant woman, I know we've just been talking about it, like, oh, it was awful, I had an awful time. But I used to be. Yeah. I think because you want to have your story, but now I love that my story, when people are pregnant, I'm like, oh, you know, consider a home birth. I had a lovely, it was really calm, really relaxed. And, I, and I'm... I'm sorry to say this now, you're pregnant, but I always admit like the bit where I was sick in a bowl because the contraction was so strong, I was sick and all those things. I think you've got to be careful with pregnant women. Like They're about to go through it. You don't need to... You wouldn't say to somebody who was about to go on like a, um, a mountain trek, oh, I nearly died. You know, I ripped my leg off and I was sick every day. Oh, it was yeah. the worst thing ever. You go, oh, good luck. Yeah. Let me sponsor you. You're going to do so well. So I think we need to treat pregnant women like that. Well, too. Davina McCall, when she came on, she said the same thing. She hasn't urged. Uh, she goes over to pregnant women when she sees them and says, oh my God, you look amazing. And then tells them about her positive births. Yeah. Because she knows that, well, we all know that all we ever hear. Are the bad ones. Yes, and ev- and everyone talks about it. And everyone also, strangers feel so free and comfortable to talk about your vagina, don't they? <laughs> Very true. Like, we're talking about my vagina mm-hmm. here. I wouldn't go up to, you know, a man and be like, oh, oh, you, how's, you, how's your penis? <laughs> oh, gosh, it's also something you're going to do a big wee. Like, you just wouldn't talk about it, would you? So why are we all like, oh, let's all comment on pregnant women. Let me comment on your uterus. Let me comment on... On bodies oh, in general. Oh, my God. I feel like it's so yeah. as soon as you're pregnant, it's like anyone can comment. They why? Do. I, 
I have no idea. I would never, ever go up to someone and say, oh, gosh, your breasts are looking a bit bigger. Are you ovulating? <laughs> but you go, oh, hey, oh. I had a friend that kept saying to me, and I honestly wanted to hit her. She kept saying, oh, she's low today. Oh, she's dropped. She's dropped. She's dropped. And I used to just smile at her through clenched teeth because, one, I knew she had it because my midwife had told me, but also I was like, why are you talking about whether my baby's head is close to my vagina, please? I would never say, oh, you look like you need a big poo, it's dropped. Oh. Like, it's just absurd when you think about yeah. it like that, isn't it? So I always say to pregnant women, you look lovely. Or I just don't say anything about it at all. Because when you're pregnant, obviously everybody wants to tell you you're pregnant. You're like, I know. Yeah. I think about this all the time. Well, there's that Shut great up. Smack the Pony sketch. Do you ever watch Smack the Pony? I haven't watched Smack the Pony, but I used to absolutely love it. Oh, oh, it was so good. So there's one where she's pregnant and someone says, oh my God, when are you, when are you due? And she looks down and sees a bump and is like, oh, 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 what is this? What is this? <laughs> Just reminds me of that. But all I've had this pregnancy, actually not in the last few weeks, but I think around 30 weeks it got me quite down actually because all I had was, oh my God, you're so big. <gasps> yes. Bugger yes. off. I was, um, what's it called? Fat shamed. It was in the paper. Really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the paper ran a story about me being body shamed because people commenting, you've put on so much weight. That's not just baby weight. You, you've overeaten. That's not good for the baby. I was like, you don't know what I'm eating. Yeah. You don't know. Well, I, I had so much on, on some of Tom's videos. Yeah, why? Yeah. It's like, oh, because it's all gone to your card. You've really gained so much. You're never going to be able to get that off. It's like, just hang on a second. You don't know what I'm eating. Yep. Also... It's not your baby. Yeah. If I want to have like 8,000 McDonald's a day, it's actually not your business. I'm not having 8,000 McDonald's, <laughs> just 7,000. <000. laughs> you know, people do, don't they? Like, oh, yeah. you've got so big. And I, oh, But your body just thank, has, thank you have you. to let your body do what it does. I am growing a new pregnant. life, a yeah. human. Thank you very much. Mm. So, yeah, people are real, real dicks sometimes, aren't they? Can we say dicks on this? Ah, oh, we just put an explicit next to it, it's fine. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. <laughs> We've said. Willy, well, I think we've, we've said, said penis and vagina, haven't yeah, we? Yeah, I think this might have an explicit next to it. Oh, oh <laughs> sorry. <laughs> and I've been saving my big swears. I've been keeping have them in. Have you? Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. okay. <laughs> when you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. How do you feel about your body now? Now that it's given you two girls... Oh, that is a really hard question because mm. my first go-to is go, I feel great and so I'm so happy and so grateful. I'm really pleased with my body because I'm always such a champion of body positivity. Yep. But mm -hmm. at the moment, I'm not actually feeling 
super positive. Um, and I'm really watching what I eat at the moment, which isn't like me because I've always just been, I've always been quite curvy. I've always been a size 18. I don't bob up and down much. It's just size 18 and I definitely eat more calories than I burn. But I've reached a point where I was like, I've got really, to, to for my comfort levels, big. So obviously I put on weight when I was pregnant and then my tummy feels quite wobbly, which I don't mind, but I've gone up a lot of sizes. So I have a pair of jeans that are a size 24. Right. And I would never look at a size 24 woman and think, gosh, you are big, you need to change. If she felt great in herself, I'd be like, you rock it. Go f- good for you. You look fantastic. But for my, you know, when you just it's have about, your, it's all about you, your isn't own how you're comfort feeling. level, yeah. I'm just not in it at the moment. So most of my dresses at the moment are a size 20. And I'm not doing it on weight. I'd quite like to just be back in my old clothes. Yeah. One, because I felt confident and sexy and good like that. But also... I have so many nice clothes. You've got a clothes. whole wardrobe. Yeah. I was like, what What am I going to do with these? I don't yeah. want to see these go. I want these back. So I'm really on a bit of a healthy eating plan. I've been doing it for about a month and it, it is slowly, lo- I'm losing a bit of weight. Yeah. But I don't know how these people do it where they like drop half a stone in a week. I'm doing like two pounds a week. But then I think the way that you're doing it is probably... Bit long, long, a bit more long lasting. Yeah, definitely. You know. It's it's a much better way to do it mm-hmm. for me. I suppose if you want to lose quick weight, I don't know what the health implications of that are. Mm. I, this is the thing I don't really know the science behind it, but I know that what I'm eating is much better than before. Yeah. Although last night I really thought very hard about Domino's pizza. <laughs> I really did, and I resisted. <laughs> did you? Yeah. Liam was like, "Why don't we have jacket potatoes with red pesto and cheese? That will feel a bit like a pizza." I was like, "Very true." Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> so we had like a tiny jacket potato with like I didn't even have cheese. I had like Philadelphia really? a little bit of Philadelphia spread on it. I always Some find salad. it a little bit um, tough when Tom encourages my healthy eating. And that takes me away from the take, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, oh, he agrees. (laughs) He agrees that I should be eating this jacket potato. Sometimes you want them to be like, no, (laughs) treat yourself. But you know that's your own voice in your head, isn't it? Yeah. Liam really likes to eat healthy, so he's actually a great support. They just enjoy it. I don't understand. But then once a week we do have like a takeaway of some sort. I need to have something to live for. I can't be like this all the time, but... The, like, the healthy eating like, plan that I'm doing allows for that. But I just think that if you weren't to have that, then you'd be wanting it all the time. Exactly. This is, I don't want to live a life lusting after a Chinese takeaway. Yeah. I want to just know that there's a Chinese takeaway on the horizon. <laughs> on a Saturday night, it's there. Yeah, on a Saturday night or sometimes a Sunday night yeah. if I'm feeling crazy. Well, not both, one or the other. <laughs> I know it's there and I'm actually enjoying it all the more yeah. because now... I'm not having junk every day mm-hmm. and I'm not having, like when I go out and about, I really like make conscious decisions rather than being like, oh, I'll just have a cheese and tuna melt with some crisps and a brownie and a fizzy drink. I'm like, hmm, let's like make yeah. a better choice. Yeah. So wish me luck that I can stick at it. I never manage to stick at things. So. Well, good luck. Yeah, thank but you. But I do think that, you know, you saying that you don't feel like it's very body, body positive to kind of, I think it is. I think it is body positive. It's very hard to say. It's body positive to to say, I don't feel great right now. Yeah. Because you can't. It's like that whole excited about pregnancy thing. Are you excited about pregnancy the whole way the whole time? Are you excited about your wedding the whole lead up? You're not excited about anything every day for almost a year, are you? No. That would be really hard to Mm -hmm. maintain that level of buzz, wouldn't it? Yeah. 
And I have moments where I feel absolutely amazing and then yeah. I'll be going on holiday and looking at my wardrobe and just weep because nothing fits me. Oh, it's so it's it's so disheartening, isn't yeah. it? I remember thinking, I'm just wearing maxi dresses mm. all the time and I was really excited to wear real clothes again. I feel nice now wearing yeah. real clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Not that it's maxi so dresses true. aren't real clothes, but you know what I mean. I think is it nine Molly Forbes on um is it Molly Forbes on YouTube who'd posted the bikini ready video? Yes, I yes. howled so much at that. Just because we're told every year, are you bikini ready? Are you bikini ready? Oh yeah, she was like, I've got a bikini on. And this is my body. And this is my body. I'm, <laughs> I'm ready. ready. <laughs> I just love that. And I think, you know, but then there was a post the other day that I saw from someone saying, well, I just like a swimsuit. Doesn't mean yeah. that I don't like my body. I just like a swimsuit. Just like a swimsuit. I think you're so right about body positivity is... You can say that so well. Body positivity. Yeah, There's lots of things it. I can't say well, though. Well, okay. The plural of office really Offices. Gets- yeah, very much struggle. <laughs> not going to try it. <laughs> I end up with lots of sisters at the end. At least you're not like Benedict Cumberbatch saying penguins. Did you see that on no, Graham Norton? can he not say penguins? He says, he says penguins completely wrong. How yeah. does he say it? Oh, I can't. How even... can you say penguin wrong? It's penguin. I don't know. I, I don't know how he's got through the I've got through life saying penguin. He did like a nature documentary. That's amazing. Yeah, I love You've that. You've got. So much. Oh, we have to. I'll Google it. it. Yeah, yeah, I will yeah. do. Um, I had someone comment because I did an ASOS haul recently, and I said in it, I. I'm not feeling too great about myself, yeah. so I think I'm going to try and sort of eat a bit better and exercise. And someone said, oh, but are you worried that you have been a champion for body positivity so long that now people now you will people think you were faking it? And I, and I said, no, because I think to be positive about your body, you have to love your body. And for me right now, part of loving my body isn't allowing myself just to sort of gorge mm. on all the best foods that probably aren't the best foods but in my mind are yeah and the, t- the tasty ones <laughs> yeah like loving myself and being positive about my body right now is treating it like this and mm-hmm. sort of getting back to a place where I felt happy and not looking to be a Victoria's Secret catwalk model although I imagine by Christmas I bloody will be you will be there I will be <laughs> I'll be there in a bikini um no with a thigh gap eight thigh gaps <laughs> In fact, there'll just be a whole leg gap. It'd be amazing. <laughs> It'd be incredible. Right now, I talk a lot about chub rub shorts. Ah, oh. oh, well, I, look, I love. Look, look. I'm loving them. I wear them in pregnancy. They're pregnancy ones as uh, well. Oh, what? Yeah, they, they look a ones. bit like Spanx. Cause obviously, they go over the bump. Yeah, but they they don't hold you. They just stop the stop the chafe. Oh, so good. Mm. This is the first year that I've really looked into chafe. Uh, solutions, yeah, <laughs> and chub rub shorts that they call comfort shorts, but right. I call them let's call a spade a spade. <laughs> they're like fatty thigh shorts. <laughs> Brilliant, love them. They're so good though. They are. You just pop them on. It stops you getting so no hot in the summer, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. When I started training for a marks, I did a trek last year. I know. Well, I was really conscious about I how I shared it. it. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. How you shared what the trek? And how I shared my training. Because I didn't no. want it to suddenly feel like... Because I, I think I, I know that a lot of personal trainers are like, and this is the aftershot. And I was like, no. We're, like if you Let's post what I look like now. This is me now. And I love me now. But I need to get up that mountain. So I need yeah. to get me fit. It's not about getting me skinny and changing my body It's about like getting way. you strong. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm super sensitive about that sort of thing. I didn't look at it once and think, oh... Gee, you've changed. I, I got it. I was like, oh, you're exercising because you're like yeah. climbing an actual mountain. Yeah. How was that? It was amazing. Absolutely was amazing. Was it? I'm doing it again next year, Louise. 
Just are you? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Uh, of course a, you are. Yeah, of course yeah. I'm surprised you're not doing I'm now, well, no, I'm, now, I, I'm a patron now for Copperfield and Ambassador for the Trek. So. Does that mean when they said, we'd love you to be a patron for Copperfield, and you were like, I'd absolutely love to, they're like, so just sign here for the mountain <laughs> trek. No, at the end of, literally at the end of the trek, I was like, I want to do more, I want to do more. So, That's yeah, a, I, we've got a big trip planned next next year. Tip my hat to you. Well, you'll be coming with me. I will <laughs> not. <laughs> uh, let's talk about um, the work-life balance. Yes. Uh, because I know that you're busy, mm-hmm. you're very busy. Yes. And you're juggling a lot. Well, not as much as you, I don't think, but yes. <laughs> but you, you have a seven-month-old. Yes. And a book baby. And a book baby. As well as a seven-year-old. Yes. You know, there's, there's a lot going on. Yes. I think that people think that vloggers, bloggers, social media people, authors mm. don't do much. But as you know, there is so much more than the finished mm-hmm. product. There's, for every thing I put out, I always want to say, like, you're just seeing 20% yeah. of my work you're just seeing that last 20%, but there's 80% behind it that's gone into it. And when I had Darcy, I started, that's when I just started Sprinkle of Glitter, and I managed it around her. And so when I was pregnant with Pearl, I thought, oh, well, I'll be able to do the same again. But what I didn't account for was I was writing one blog for about 35 readers back in 2011, and now it's all what it is now. It's like my, my tiny empire. And at first I tried to do it with so Liam works and I was like oh it'd be fine I'll do it while she naps I'll work around it and I just couldn't and it very quickly like two months in I was just so upset and so stressed all the time I was like I'm not enjoying anything I'm not enjoying new motherhood I'm not enjoying work because I just can't do everything and I was so desperate to do everything so I hired a nanny and a lot of people online were seemed quite cross about this I messaged you the day because you put something on your private Facebook, yeah, about it, yeah, and one of your friends was or someone that you know was a little bit like you should be taking it easy. This is your yes, time, and I was yes, like, Dude, I remember this. Like, like I can't. I remember because you were like, we work for ourselves. Yeah, if I can't, people like, aren't you on maternity leave? I was like, well, no, well, who's maternity leave? Who's gonna run? Yeah, my job while I'm on maternity leave. Who's gonna pay me? Yeah, how? No, I'm not on maternity leave. I really do appreciate when people say you should be taking it easy. I get that because it is a time to take it easy. Yeah. But if you choose not to, and it's not because I felt like I couldn't, it's I chose mm-hmm. not to because I love my work so much. Mm-hmm. I hired a nanny and it's revolutionised my life. She is wonderful. She comes three days, sometimes four days a week. And what it means is the hours that she's there, I basically just zone out and I work like a beast. I don't talk to anybody. I just get on with everything I need to do, tick everything off my list. And then when she goes, I'm mum. And at the weekends, I'm mum. And on her days off, I'm mum. And I don't find like I'm juggling and balancing. So when I take Darcy out for a day, I'm not, oh, let me just, let me do, I'm not going to Pret and I'm sitting on my phone doing my emails whilst she sort of just has her sandwich. I'm there and I feel like it's such a better balance. And it might not work for everybody, but for us having childcare is just the best thing and I refuse to feel guilty about it when people I've read people say oh you're a part-time mum and I'm like mm, <laughs> I'm pretty okay. sure I'm fairly still. sure I'm not <laughs> but sure if people want to be negative about it I just think you you are wrong mm. normally I'd be like well everyone's entitled to their opinion I'm like nope you well, are no, wrong because that's a judgment against you or yeah. of you and how you choose to run your life and only mm. you know how your life runs 
yeah, it just makes life so much better. And I find when I have time with the children, they're getting all of me and we're enjoying it and we're doing nice things. And when I'm working, I'm relaxed and I'm getting through stuff and I'm achieving my goals and feeling better as a person. And then I'm a happy mum with happy babies. <laughs> yeah, oh, look what I, I did love there. How you did that. That was seamless. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, obviously, I'm, I'm touching on this because uh, you've obviously written two books. Yeah. Uh, following Robin Wild. Yes. Who I absolutely love. I'm literally like chapters away from finishing the second book, um, <laughs> and I'm absolutely loving it. Oh, good. I really Thank am, you. and I'm. Like, I know how much work you've put into it and you can see it and the personality that comes through in Robin is just brilliant. Uh, I actually said on the front cover, empowering. But I also oh. said, I think, somewhere that I'd love Robin Wilde to be my best friend. Um, <laughs> but uh, we meet her as a single mum who feels very judged. Yes. Um, yeah. In, in uh, you know, at the school gates and everything like in that. In every facet of life, yeah. she feels like people are judging her badly and she feels like she's doing a bad job. Mm-hmm. And... Is there an element of, not you, but what you've experienced yes, in there? absolutely. My most common question is, are you Robin Wilde? And I always, or is Robin Wilde me? That's and why I, I worded it very differently. Oh, very well, very well. <laughs> uh, and I always say, no, Robin yeah. Wilde isn't me. But I have absolutely written about what I know. Yeah. I know what it feels like to be a single mum. And mm. I don't think many people plan to be a single parent. Mm-hmm. And it's really hard. And... you do feel more judged. So I definitely wrote about what I know and I wrote about that mother-daughter bond. And the first book definitely is a lot more kind of pouring sort of bits of my emotions into her. So not bits of me, but just my emotions. And that was what about me. And the second book, what about the girl? You'll know this. Your characters kind of take on a life of your own. Well, it's a very emotional, but in a very different way. Yes, I wanted to put something, and I won't say what it is because I don't want to spoil it. I wanted to put something in there so serious and so taboo that needs to be talked about. And the book is a light-hearted comedy, Mm -hmm. but there is one of the most serious topics in there Mm. that I think that women just don't, and men, just don't talk about. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to talk about us not talking about it without spoiling it. But I... It was important to me because it is a life event and I wanted it reflected in my book because so many women's fiction books don't reflect a lot of the life events that I know of or experienced and it was important to me. Mm. I think you've done an amazing job. Thank you. Trying really hard not to I know, spoil I it. I know, I know. I'd also ask anyone listening if you're commenting on anything not to spoil it Yes. as well. We're yes, calling don't. it The Thing. I've got a... Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about it, a Facebook group called Wild Readers, like wild with an E at the end, just for people to share good good books and thoughts. Your books pop up in there a lot. You should join it just, Aww, just yeah. for lols. It's just nice. It's such a cosy... There's only about 5,000 people in there. And it's only just, about. Well, but you know what I mean. In comparison to everything else yeah. you do. Yeah, OK. Um, it's like an intimate group. <laughs> yeah. And people review other books or just share books or sometimes take pictures of hauls of books and book memes, as I like to call memes. <laughs> um, and I didn't say that word for a while because I had no idea how to say it. <laughs> I really enjoy to call it meme. It really upsets my sister. She's like, it's not meme. It's just like, I like to call the band Muse the Muse because it bothers her. Nice. Uh, and in in that group, we're calling it the thing. So it's not to right, spoil okay. it, but... You should join the group because they put a lot of your books in there. Aww. Eve of Man is often popping up in oh, there. Oh, really? Yes, people love it. Good, good, good. You should, you should join it just so you can read people enjoying well, your books. And then I might see something that I don't like and be like, oh, no. No, it's a really positive group. People good. don't put... People might say something constructive, but people don't put really negative stuff in there. That's good. 
Uh, we have to move on to the three sentences. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> you picked up your pen, your poise, like you yeah. didn't notes. Fire away. How am I, how am I doing my three sentences? Um, you have to complete them. So being oh. a mum means... Oh, God, I've got to complete them quickly, haven't I? Being a mum means having so much more love in your life than you thought you would ever be able to have. It's really cheesy, but it's really yeah. true, isn't it? Yeah. Feel yeah. love-filled all the time, even on the days when you think, how have I created such little beasts? <laughs> uh, since becoming a mum, I... Um, since becoming a mum, I have got really good time management... Well, you have to. <laughs> You've got no choice but to. They say if you want something doing, ask a busy person. If you want something doing, ask a busy mum. Yeah. She's going to get that done. I don't get a lot of sleep, but I get things done. <laughs> Ditto. Uh, and lastly, I'm happy when? Oh, I'm happy when there's cheese and carbs available. <laughs> no, uh, I am happy when we are all in the car. I really like when Liam and I are in the car and both the girls in the back and we're off on a little jaunt. We do a lot of oh. day trips, like... Blenheim Palace and we live in Northampton so everything's pretty central to Mm -hmm. us Um, and I really just love being off in the car because like oh I'm excited for the day no one's got upset or spilled anything or had an accident yet Uh, everyone's looking forward to it and we're all like all g'd up and cozy in the car I like that's really lovely (laughs) do you sing while you're in the car well I like to and I keep encouraging Liam to do duets with me, but he just seems really unkeen. Oh. And he's really good at the duet, and he's going to really be so annoyed <laughs> for me sharing this. He's really good at Aladdin. Oh, really? He does Aladdin, and I do Jasmine. And I often say, can I vlog it? And he's like, no. <laughs> well, Tom turns the volume up on me. Yeah, but Tom's mm. Tom, Tom's an actual <laughs> singer, though, so at least he will sing with you. Yeah, I'm just going to drown you out a little bit and turn this up. That's a bit rude, isn't it? Just because it's he's Tom Fletcher. I mean... Who's Rude. Me? Yeah. Who does he think he is? <laughs> Louise, thank you so much thank for coming you. on. Thank you. And good luck with the rest of the promo for Wild About the Girl. Thanks very much. <laughs> thank you. Good later. luck with your baby. Thank you. I've not popped yet. Woo woo. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.